Friday, the 13th, October, 2023, and this is podcast episode one of Veiled Arts Unveiled. I'm Damien. I'm Sarah. And welcome. Well, the object of this podcast is really to talk about the human experience, and uh, we're both like metaphysical practitioners, mediums, you know, um, do a lot of frequency sound healing and uh, hypnosis, uh, shamanism, things like that. And um, really the journey of delving into the human experience and a lot of being a metaphysical, you know, spiritual person and also doing a lot of shadow work and, you know, um, and just sharing the experiences, you know, which are pretty crazy. But uh, this first episode, I really want to talk about energy because energy has been very important, especially this year. Um, in my experience, you know, um, it's been definitely uh, very eye-opening, you know. Um, and just doing a lot of shadow work this year and the, the planetary alignments and the, the super moons, you know, four back to back in the same, you know, um, three months. Um, and, uh, just share experience of what I've learned this year, you know? Um, so I got, uh, sober late last year. And I decided to, you know, I was always one foot in the spiritual door and one foot in the like professional realm and uh, using these mechanisms to cope with my reality. And I decided I was like, uh, enough is enough. I just, you know, I have gifts, spiritual gifts, and I need to focus on that. And once, you know, you take away all your coping mechanisms and your vices, then you really have to take a hard you know look in the mirror and then i uh, became a certified hypnotist and that helped me bring everything full circle learning about how the human brain works and you know more into psychology and part of the spiritual and mixing it with that side really helped me understand how people operate more you know and how healing takes place and not only that about how when you know the first seven years of our lives it really defines so much of how we're going to be as people and our belief systems and especially a lot of like spiritual people especially you know you always hear you know horror stories in people's childhoods you know so if you're minded for growth you continually evolve as a person, kind of soften your heart. And you're really unraveling a lot of your traumatic experiences and your belief systems. And um, learning how to be a better, a better healer, you know, um, a better practitioner. And, you know, and you always think that for for those out there who are very minded about mental health you always think that you, you know you crossed a lot of bridges and you've gotten over a lot of things and the universe has a way of testing you you know mm -hmm. um 
and about energy in general, the way that I'll explain, cause I'm very, I'm very sensitive and Sarah is very sensitive, right? You know, very sensitive, energetically feeling other people's energy, um, which can be a blessing and a curse, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and with that, like, I can feel when someone's sad, even if they could be anywhere in the world. And if it's someone that I'm connected to, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll feel their presence. I'll feel like if they're crying, I can feel it in my eyes and then I'll contact and be like, are you crying? And then, like, yeah, I am. You know, yeah, it's hard to do the shadow work and then be pulled in different energetic directions all the time. Right. And that's the importance of the shadow work itself, because when you can take similarities of things in your life to what you're feeling from outside sources, you're going to grasp onto that. And then if you're very empathic, there's an energetic exchange and it typically leaves you drained. Right. So you have to learn how to put your armor up, you know, you have to know what's yours and what isn't yours. Right. And that, especially as you're making changes in your life and yeah, you're feeling your energy and then the energy of other people. You got to understand what's yours and not yours. Yeah. And it takes, it takes a lot of healing in that Mm -hmm. process and it takes a lot of trial and error, you know, um, I've definitely felt many different kinds of energy from people, places, things, entities, you know, um, I've definitely felt different times where I've been drained of like my life essence from different, um, entities and places and people and things like that. And sometimes it's not always quickly and easily identifiable until it happens, you know, and it makes you stronger. And sometimes it's, uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a nightmare, <laughs> but, right. but you learn in the process, you grow stronger, you grow, um, you know, you, you put your armor on. And to me, energy and emotion is very much the same thing. And as beings here living, you know, this human experience, what we're allowed to do is feel emotions, you know, it's energy in motion. Yeah. And this has a lot to do with like, you know, people trying to learn how to manifest and such. Well, the universe is really going to align you with what you really feel. It's always going to be the the most prevalent thing is really what you feel. And your mind might tell you, you know, you have all kinds of things in your ego. You might know what you want in this or that or whatever, but there's always something different, you know, and that's aligning yourself to who you are and your true nature, mm-hmm. you know? So there's like different types of energy. We were talking about that earlier. It's like physical, emotional, spiritual, different types of energy. It's like identifying what, what you're feeling, what's emotional, what's spiritual coming at you. So you can know, okay, does this belong to me? Does this belong to somebody else? Um, so that you're not going down to a lower frequency. Right. And that's, as you're, you know. and that's what I've learned a lot this year is, um, is maintaining your frequency, maintaining, you know, your joy, your happiness, staying above it. And despite physical pain, maybe right. emotional pain, despite 
you know, sometimes spiritual warfare, things like that. Right. And, and you staying know, staying within that higher frequency, regardless of all these other things that are coming at you. And it's, um, and then the emotions of other people and their, their frequencies you're being sensitive to. Right. And it's, it's, mm -hmm. um, especially physically, you know, when you get ill, we experienced this very recently, still going through it a lot, you know, um, especially school time starting, you know, um, yeah then it's like your guard is lowered right and you feel more sensitivity around you because it's it's like people or things are kind of like trying to push into you right. and you have to continually you know guard yourself against it it's not like a you know one day you're just like okay i just want to make this pact saying i just don't want to deal with anybody's energy it doesn't work like that it's a continual everyday practice unfortunately which i've learned <laughs> like make the intention yeah it's almost like a muscle like if you lift weights non-stop you're going to have all this muscle but then if you just stop lifting weights right. muscle's going to go down same thing with spiritual practice and, and hygiene and yeah you got to keep your your spiritual hygiene up right Otherwise it's it's useless if you if you don't like days later it's uh, you know your like your frequency starts to go down right and and mm -hmm. so and a lot of times if you're very minded to doing shadow work and evolving you you think that you've gotten over a lot of you know hurdles and obstacles and you have but you will there's there will always be things that you might have not have completely cleared you know that you will be faced with and you got to look at the synchronicities in life is like a blessing mm -hmm. to help you learn like recently in my life um you know i've been in a situation where there's a particular person that reminds me a lot of my childhood and my childhood wasn't that great and about a lot of the anger and things that dwell and it's so relevant so when that person would act in a way to bring you know Memories. that like yeah would would want a lower vibrational lower consciousness you know bringing out anger and these kinds of things and and they want to say just the right thing to um to bring you into that vibration because you know it's always typically you know it has nothing to do with you but now mm -hmm. see that person feels self-loathing self-hatred you know things like that so what they want to do what people mostly want to do is no matter you know what where they're at they kind of want to bring you to their level because they don't feel alone it's it's kind of crazy like someone like especially like a Sometimes narcissist it's intentional and unintentional too like right intentionally want to bring you down so they don't feel lonely right. in their their negativity but then sometimes some people are at a low vibration they don't intentionally bring you down they just don't realize that they're at a lower vibration bringing you down yeah some people some people and you know they come into their human experience in their lifetimes yeah. and their soul hasn't even evolved enough to where when they come to learn particular difficult lessons whether it be when you know they start off in their childhood and their parents aren't that supportive of, of them so now they've already learned that there's something that they're missing already from their childhood it always right. starts there and then you might have traumatic events and it becomes compounding 
and then they may see themselves as a victim and even like the narcissist versus empath dynamic where one one is feeding off of the other now the empath has a chance to learn how to strengthen themselves because it's like set up boundaries and what you do and don't need and the narcissist typically they don't learn they won't learn in this lifetime maybe you know they might continue to get it in the next lifetime or so but it's like a program there's people like that that exist and it's always to show you who you are and what you need and the confidence within yourself to move forward but you know um some people want to bring you down and they do it unintentionally or unintentionally but it's like in that dynamic of an empath and narcissist say the narcissist just wants to take everything that you say or do and try to invert it no matter what you know make you think like you're going crazy because they want to invert everything you say or do like it's something bad there's no winning and you as an empathic person you want to just help and heal but in that situation or relationship what you're really doing is healing the parts of you that relates with that person and that person and then you have to learn one of the hardest lessons of all is that uh there's people you're just not going to help you just can't people only you know people only heal themselves all healing is self-healing and it's assisted right you can't you you don't have power or control over anybody you can only make choices for yourself now now those kind of people and it's a good example of of the narcissist empath is i'm using this dynamic as energy because there's an energetic exchange and now you would think like why would someone want to argue with me all the time it's like do they do they even like me do they want to be in a relationship because they just want to argue like yeah they do want to argue because that's also a kind of love that they never received and that's where it always starts it always starts with the parents it's a kind of love that they never received and if I'm at least arguing with you, then you're giving me your time and energy. It's energy. Right. Yeah. I might they don't realize that, that they don't have a definition for it, but it is it's right. the energy um, that they're giving. It's almost like when it, and it can be in a positive way too. like there could be someone that's not a narcissist that, um, you know, just like say it's a parent and they just want to see you for the holidays or something like that. That's not narcissism. They just really care for you want right. to see you. Um, and that energy exchange is a positive exchange. It's right. not a negative. It's not just taking. You're both giving. You're right. And you get positive loving. But that argument is a take and they don't realize that it's actually your energy that they want. <laughs> right. Just, it is. And they're just going for because that's a that's a now when you're on the same frequency with somebody conscious. Yeah. And when you line up by frequency, it's it's always growing. You're always moving forward you're always growing you know in a in a especially like in a love relationship when you're just like let's continue to do things that we can excel at as a team that's that's see now you're not taking either of your energy because you're on the same level when you have people who are on different sides of the spectrum it's always going to be a give and take it's right hand left hand you know it's always going to be that way and then a lot of people who are spiritual will always run into that situation and then really a lot of times that's where your spiritual awakening happens Mm -hmm. is within that dynamic especially that's what happened for me like Mm -hmm. i i was 
you know, of the mind, it's a couple years ago before I woke up to it all. I was just of the mind. Like there's things in the back of my mind. I was like, I'm going to, I was like, why do I say this? Or why do I do that? Or like, I don't really like that. You know, one day I'm just going to like put this away for right now. And, and I'm going to deal with this later. Like I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to deal with it, you know? And then I got into this relationship that was very synchronistic with a narcissistic person that kind of appeared out of nowhere and it tied into like lifetimes and stuff like that. And I just, before I realized how psychic I was, or, you know, I could talk to spirits and stuff like that. I just had these things in my feeling in my aura. I just knew, but I just didn't know how to express it. Like I just knew that this person came here to be with me and I just knew it wasn't going to be good, but I knew I had to do it. And then that led to my spiritual awakening. But in that process, see, it's not always like, you know, like a good and bad. I, it, I really took a hard look at myself like, wow, what about all the narcissism in right. me? You know what I mean? Cause everything is a mere reflection. Everything is a mere reflection. It's like, it's like a, you know, we reflect each other and how we react as a reflection of right. ourselves, right? So it's, uh, we, we have to look at that, like, sometimes whenever you're, you're caught up with somebody, it's like, okay, what am I supposed to be learning? What is it about me that's attracting this person? Or, you know, what, what do I got to do to unattract this person? Right. <laughs> it's not a positive thing, or is, you know, toxic. Or if you're trying to attract positive people in your life what do you got to do in order to bring that it's like magnetic like uh, magnets are energy we they are magnets to, yeah, yeah they attract to each other so what what kind of magnetic strength do you have to bring to bring that type of energy to you that you want um but going back to what you were saying about um like what we would say in psychology is transference so whenever you um you you're starting to feel the emotions of somebody else you're transferring that emotion right. um, or their emotion to you sometimes that can happen whenever you are remembering childhood memories like you were saying about a person um, sometimes with energy you can have transference without even being triggered at all um, knowing somebody it could just be that say for example a good friend of yours um, their, you know, neighbor who they're really close with, but you never meet that person is having a difficult time that their neighbor gave that energy to your friend and you are feeling that energy off your friend All when right. you see them. So sometimes energy can transfer like that. Um, it's like, um, like a fingerprint, you know, it leaves a print everywhere it goes on objects everything yeah. so you don't always realize so that's where you have to like take a take a moment and say okay why am i feeling sad all of a sudden why am i angry all of a sudden why am i tired all of a sudden what is what's happening is it physical mental emotional these different types spiritual these different types of energies where is this coming from and when you get into like the black hole mm -hmm. is when you can relate yeah. to all of those feelings and yeah. and so what comes to mind when you feel that way you know and this is why especially if you're going to be a metaphysical practitioner like a medium or a psychic right. you need to do a lot of the self-healing 
first right. because you can't make a strong connection if you are busy pulling those feelings in and holding it in. Right. You know, now you're cutting that connection because you have things that are same relevance. You know, when you need to basically, you know, just disconnect yourself from other people's emotions. But it, a good way of healing mm -hmm. is like you said how what how am i feeling how am i feeling what am i thinking you gotta ask yourself right. those questions like what who what when where how now what comes to <laughs> mind start feeling something new <laughs> and what comes to mind and now you're not always going to have the answer you know sometimes it comes to the forefront of your mind sometimes things are in your subconscious mind and you may or may just not be ready to deal with it and that's where you can seek help you know that's where the the metaphysical practitioner comes in as assisting your own self-healing right because you can't just you know go out healing people people have to have to want it people have to want it and there's different methods for it. i like i right. love hypnotism because it really gets you in that relaxed state and then people can you know just express their subconscious mind and a lot of times with you, healing you get into a place where you're willing to let go right and that's in your yeah. subconscious mind mm -hmm. it's like you have your critical fourth in mind that you're always using which we use too much of of instances where it's not supposed to be used we basically use you know our critical factor mind mm -hmm. for so many processes that should be in our subconscious mind but that's our logical mind is our critical factor but the critical factor mind is the what your waking mind all it can do is analyze what has happened mm -hmm. and you're always trying to analyze what has not happened yet you know and it's then battle right and then your subconscious mind so you might even have like little aches in your body you might just have like little twitches or 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 phobias and things like that and you might not even realize it you know you could have been two years old yeah. and you could have had something happen to you and you just don't remember it but your your subconscious mind is like okay i want to protect you but at the same time i want to deal with this issue so i'm going to keep bringing it up to your nervous system so we would in psychology call that psychosomatic right so it's your mind giving you a physical cue that something's not right right and um, it manifests as something physical so that's another energy so sometimes you you might be walking around and you're like sick all the time or you're feel like you have arthritis and, and the doctors can't figure out why because you're tense or whatever it's right. your mind because you your energetic field is right. disturbed right you might have cracks in your aura and such because of the negative the negative feelings right. you know and that you that you've been holding right. on to from the traumas and it might be difficult for you to deal with because you might not even understand what's wrong and this is why you want to you just want to do the work but the subconscious mind takes like little snapshots like if i was two years old and i had something traumatic happen to me my 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 subconscious mind is going to store that away and it's going to stay in that two-year-old mind frame and it's going to stay with me for the rest of my life until i deal with it but it can only deal with it at a two-year-old's 
you know, mind frame. Yeah. With the, with the resources you have at that moment. Right. So if you're say like what Damien's saying is like, say you get bit by a dog when you were two years old at two years old, what would you cognitively do? You're going to be fearful, cry, um, or have that, that same feeling of fright, needing, seeking reassurance or whatever, whenever you see a dog and, um, your adult self would rationalize, okay, that doesn't always happen. Not all dogs would do that or whatever, but at a two-year-old level, you're, you know, if your mind is still there and stuck in that moment, you're going to always constantly feel like, ah, I got to fight flight, you know, mentality, whatever mentality, whenever I see this happen. So, um, a lot of times whenever you are doing energy work and you're doing self or shadow work, um, and you're like, okay, why am I always feeling this response at this moment? Why is my body responding this way? You have to go back in time. Like, okay, well, what happened when you were 10 or whatever, that's relating to this situation? What, how did your 10 year old self handle it? How would your adult self handle it now? And you're like, how does that tie into energy? Because it's an emotion. Right. It's an energy in motion. Now, what happens when I lift that? So Mm -hmm. years ago, you know, um, I was just like everybody else. I just had a lot of belief systems, anxieties, phobias, and things like that from my childhood. You know what I mean? And it brings an actual physical heaviness to you. It's a lower vibration. And now when you heal yourself of these things you start to feel actually physically lighter you feel better you know it's like it's like because it's emotional baggage right it's literally baggage you're holding you're dragging it around and you're you're, once you let go of it then your your subconscious your mind can start working through it and saying okay this makes sense this doesn't make sense this you know and it starts the gear start working but when you have that energy just like suffocating you can't that emotional energy suffocating you right. can't think and think logically right which and then brings on the physical manifestation it does it, it always it turns physical down. the mind always turns physical it right. always will give you a physical ailment you know and because because that's what we respond to we're more likely to respond when we are physically not well than if we're just like grumpy. Yeah. And it gets even <laughs> we'll crazier. Push through, we'll yeah. push through grumpy or push right. through not feeling very happy, but, but we're not always going to push through physical pain. It, it, um, and it gets crazier because sometimes the healing takes place in a lifetime, in a different right. lifetime, you know, right. there's, I've, I've heard so many stories about, you know, past life regressions, but, um, the the thing is the feeling of energy if you're a very em- empathic person and that would be a lot of people who would be listening to this is very empathic you know very metaphysical people is the healing takes place so you don't identify mm-hmm. you know because like recently i've had like i said i've had situation that's a, it's another test for me that it's like oh this person they just they did and said this and it just reminds me of things in my childhood and what did it do it made me angry and and it's putting me on this level like against this person so now this person has succeeded to drag me down 
from my frequency of my healing and how far I've worked to get and you give them control and they don't. And you know, a lot of these people, they don't, it's not intentional how that actually works. And people who are very empathetic. Yeah. Sometimes it is intentional where they really want to drag you down or right. Well, they make you want to feel a certain way. Yeah. Or they're not intentionally trying to bring you down. You just allowed yourself to be allowed yourself. And now when you're very sensitive, so not only do you feel, you know, these right. negative lower vibrational emotions, you know, anger, um, sadness, you know, depression, stuff like that. But now you feel theirs, you know, I would, uh, there's a particular person that I would feel the rage and, and I, from all my experience and healing, feeling energy. Now I know when something's not mine. You know, but even in my experience of almost like a mastery at this point, I've learned that you're not shielded from everything. So I had to learn who that was. I was like, I I would go through, there was like a month, you know, where I was like, I was, why am I so angry? I was getting so, it started off with bad anxiety and then it was depression. And then my energy was gone. I was like, I don't know. I have like maybe a solid four hours out of the day where i can like move you know like get up like i was just like i could not even get up half the time and it's like anything i could do is like walk around and stuff and then i had this anger that was so intense and the thing is here's one way i can identify from my experience with healing myself is um that when i felt all that i had nothing to throw at it from myself i had i was like okay i can no reason yeah i was like i can i can i can try to pick all these things that it might be but i'm like this is this is something that's happening to me and what i what i realized is that it was someone connected through someone Mm -hmm. that it did have parallels it did have parallels in my life and it in it was physically Mm -hmm. mentally draining you'll you'll some of the symptoms you'll get like all of the energetic right Right. and then i didn't figure it out at that point it took like another two months you know i finally started feeling like normal and then and and then i started feeling this rage so bad that it was so intense that i was just like i wanted to get out of my skin i just wanted to run down the street i'm like you know i've i've felt a lot of very intense energies coming off of other people to the point where I have a lot of self-control and see, that's a difficulty with mastery. You're never going to stop it from coming right out of nowhere. Um, you know I mean? Un- like if there's something unintentional, I don't know why I should feel what this other person that I've never even met, what they feel, you know, but there is some likenesses to it, mm-hmm. you know, from, from me growing up and then see, here's how I got rid of it. I learned, I was like, okay, I, I know who it is. Mm-hmm. I sat down with my guides yeah. and I said, guides, you know, I did a meditation and I was like, what, where's this coming from? Where's all this coming from? And they showed me all these images of some people mm-hmm. and such. And then I asked, you know, like, well, do you know this person, you know, this, 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 and this, and it all like synchronized to like, oh, this person, that's their people and how they grew up. I was like, oh, I'm starting to put the pieces together. So now I can identify where the source is coming from. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it didn't just stop there. Right. It didn't just it's stop not. there because after I identified it, now this person wants to bring me down to mm -hmm. their level. And it worked for a little bit. It worked for a little bit. And I've learned this year specifically so much about patience mm -hmm. and about rising above things. Cause you know, you, you want to, you want to get to that point. You know what I mean? Like this person's like, Oh, like in my childhood, um, there was things that, that made me angry, made me want to feel violence, you know what I mean? Cause that's what I was met with as a child. I was met with anger and violence and things like that. So I'm like, Oh, well, so all these parallels you have to confront, you're like, this is not, this is your, your, your life. This is my life. It was similar, but we're not the same. Right. We're not. And you had to like identify and um, be confronted with that. And that can happen at any time, anywhere you could, go to the grocery store meet somebody and suddenly you're like wow why am i all of a sudden feel like this huge connection with this person mm -hmm. it really could be that y'all are just really jiving and y'all could be best friends or it could be that y'all have had very similar lives right. and not in a good way or it could be a good way but um but yeah you all of a sudden you're like now you're talking about similarities we feel that we've, i also i feel that but once you have that parallel once right. you have that parallel, then all those connections, they they, line up. their emotions, everything can start lying. So if they're not energetically, if they're not clean, cleaning themselves regularly, right. energetically, you're going to start feeling those things going to bring up um, what we said was shadow work, the things that are inside. And some people yeah. in your life, they're not going to do shadow work and they're not meant to. They're just not, they're not, they're not in that part of their evolution and their human experience or in their soul's experience. Right. They're, they're like and a program with them and they're just not ever going to, it's never going to happen. You have to build that distance. Right? right. And that's where you got, and that's why you're always going to be met. A lot of us who are empathetic yeah. are always going to be met with those relationships. And it's going to be one of the most important. It's, it's like the relationship you have with a person who matches on your energetic level mm -hmm. is, is the same. It's, it's just as important as the person who is the opposite of your energetic level. And, but the thing is you, you still meet at the same level, even if you are minded to rise above it, there's things in your life that you need to heal from that have, have brought you together for a reason to yeah. learn. And now like you were saying earlier, you know, what is this teaching me? I've, I've always been of the mind. Everything is a lesson. I believe this realm itself is a school. It's just everything's yeah. Everything is a learn. lesson. You know, this is just a karmic Purpose. wheel and it's, and it's a lesson. And, and not always a bad lesson. Sometimes like we always think it's like a lesson. It's like, Oh, there must've been a consequence or something. Sometimes, right. Sometimes things are beautiful lessons and, and here's not always bad. So some people are brought in your life not to like right. trigger you and to like <laughs> they'll meet you on your level but some people are there and, and to help like, you grow to give you that inspiration yeah so so uh, like always have that mindset of when you have interactions with somebody in their energy um or even situations or whatever it's like okay what what was the purpose of this right what, <laughs> what was the purpose of this and sometimes it's good. Sometimes, um, sometimes it's also, it could be negative and, but, and, but it can be flipped into something good. If you learn, this is what also brought me a lot 
mm-hmm. and it, through a lot of meditation and and through these rules and practices, you know, is that living in the moment, right. you know, it's helped me live in the moment so much more because I would live in the past and as part of healing and I would live in the future things that don't exist. But it's also I've learned that you're always going to be challenged, but you're always going to have miraculous, great things happen as well. So it's like I'm not going to I'm not I'm I'm going to sit in either one of them as long as I need to, you know, you know, it's not always I can't dwell that everything is always going to be great, you know, Um, and but even the things that seem bad, it is teaching me something, you know, what's funny about the whole thing is that you chose all of it, no matter how horrible it seems you made a contract before you came here and now we have you know we have free will but basically you made a contract that said these are going to be the people in my life these are going to be the lessons that i need to learn and you learn primarily through relationships with people if you notice that and now if you just get that just understand that that basis right there of life it'll help you get through life a lot easier just knowing that you know you you're 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 the author of the book you know you wanted to be challenged right so i want to go back to what you said about how you were able to meditate and get rid of that energy i think it's really important to know that just because you meditate and you set that intention that you don't want that energy attached to you doesn't mean like boom five minutes later it's gone. Well, know? I have a, I have a thing that happened recently about that. Cause you know, you know how I, I cleanse and I have, you know, especially I do a lot of it through um the shamanism yeah, um through the Kundalini and aura fields and stuff like that. And it becomes like a robotic cleansing to me. You know I mean? I, I call in archangels and stuff and you were, you bared witness the other day. And this is where the emotion, how I was feeling comes into play. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, mad. I look, I'm, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. I do not want anybody's energy touching me. I just want to be left alone. I just want to feel good because I've not been feeling good. I've been dealing with other people's stuff and I just want it to end. Just and then the within minutes, down, yeah. I felt better because I was, because of my emotion, be, you know what I mean? I was just like, I'm, I'm done with it. And now that's at the core of my being is how I well, feel. You well, know? yeah. And it's also like when you speak in, to your guides, like setting, like when you're setting the attention, um, intentions, you have to like be very specific. Yes. I've <laughs> learned that. Like, yeah. You can't be like, Oh, what's you, on the news today? Yeah, you know, you <laughs> can't, can I just not have any negative energy? Right. No, just be like specifically like, when I go to work and I interact with this coworker, right. I don't want to feel their energy because I know it's coming from them or whatever, you know, like specifically pointed out. But also sometimes, sometimes it's not going to always be lifted right away because there's still a journey of learning. Now, you know your I mean? coworker, so your coworker, now this person, like people, I've been learning recently about some people who you find annoying. <laughs> but the thing is is that no one is annoying you are annoyed exactly. now you can always draw the line with like physical confrontation you know what i mean people just get out of your space don't touch me and all that stuff but people the way like people saying stuff and stuff like that you know i mean in my practice in my professionalism 
um, my career, you know, I, I work on security and I can just have an alarm just constantly going off, you know, and it might bother people and I'm just droned out just doing my work. Now I, I apply the same method with people. Now, if someone is annoying, then I'm annoyed. Now you I just gave ask, them, why am I annoyed? right? I'm not, it's not because they're annoying. It's because I'm allowing them to annoy me and now i don't feel good i feel annoyed Mm -hmm. and the thing is my perception i could change my perception to where i'm just like okay whatever they can ask a million questions to you you know i mean like just just i don't want now you're making a conscious uh, conscious decision not to be annoyed right i don't need to be annoyed by this right it's not gonna last forever this is, you know, you start, once you release that emotion, that goes back to releasing the emotion. When you have that emotional fog and you have it surround, you can't logically think. You're like, okay, I'm releasing this feeling of annoyed. Now I know it's not going to last forever. This person's going to go home. I'm going to go home. This is, you know, like it's, or this alarm isn't going to last forever. Whatever's annoying. All right. You know, it's like you lifted that emotion. Now you can rationally think through it. Now. Yeah. Do that same thing when you're not well. Yeah, when you're sick, <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. When I you're know. not well, now that's when the challenge really comes in. When when your energy is low, mm-hmm. see, even even in my understanding of that's where mind, body, soul comes right. into place. You have to make sure all these energy, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, is aligned. It all know? aligns, and a lot of that, and a lot of taking care of that is through self care mm-hmm. as well as self care you know and then you know you become a master at it now now what do you do when you feel other people's energy see now that's when you can really be good at the healing right you know you can feel other people's emotions you can feel their physical ailments and then you can now so it's like if i felt something that i related to in somebody else and it started bringing me a memory and i started to have a visual about it well it's like when you're in school and the teacher is teaching you something and you're doodling in your book i didn't learn anything right. you know now my intuition is cut off now my spiritual gifts are cut off because now i'm in my critical factor my logical mind right. and and i'm also playing on my emotions now i'm feeling that i'm feeling that emotion but now I'm identifying with that emotion. Once you identify with something that's unhealed in you, that's when you absorb it. And now when you yeah. absorb it, it's coming from them. Now that's like, an energetic say, exchange. And a lot of times it's draining right. physically. You'll feel it physically. It's draining for you. And that's what you need to guard yourself against. And the best way to guard yourself against that is to do the healing. One of the most difficult things that I learned when I first, um, I went through shamanism and then I went through this like 10 month course. Mm-hmm. I was like all the mediumship, psychic work, all kinds of stuff. Cause I was just like, through my experiences, some of it caused me great anxiety. <laughs> some yeah. things that happened, I was like, I just need to have more knowledge so I can feel better, you know? Nice. <laughs> and, and one of the things I learned initially where they're like, well, you have to kind of, kind of be cold to people. And I, I couldn't get that at first. I'm like, well, we're supposed to like help people physically mentally mostly spiritually and emotionally but they're but, saying like cold to right the their energy coming in i was like we're like, supposed oh, to be that. empathetic to people and help them yeah. but i'm supposed to like be like kind of like right. oblivious to it and then i and then through experiences 
that taught me exactly why you have to disconnect and not grasp on other people's emotions because it's like it's like attaching to you and it's like a it's like a pull a plug it just pull opens you up and just pulls your energy right out of you and that's where you feel tired and it's and a lot of people have the train of thought a lot of metaphysical people have the train of thought that everything that is physically mentally and anything that ails you is energetic of the mind any illness anything could be tied to something that is stuck in your auric field right that is unhealed like it can manifest people like fibromyalgia you know for example Mm -hmm. people fibromyalgia look at their lives they also have a lot of trauma Trauma. because what can they do about fibromyalgia it's it they can only diagnose Mm -hmm. it by going through everything else that they know and be like okay well you have all these physical ailments you just hurt and your nervous system's all screwed up trauma can change your genetic um, right change your brain composition everything rewires your nervous system your nervous system yeah so and it can be passed down genetically too if it's not healed right but um but yeah no it can rewire your central nervous system right and it's and it's something more hyper vigilant and then what does that do all the cells in your body become hyper vigilant so you're starting to feel things to degrees that you shouldn't be feeling things which can cause pain and things like that and your so, body's yeah. trying to tell you something your and mind your body's your trying subconscious. to tell you it's 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 emotionally under too much right under and you and you have to lift that energy off of you your so, logical mind is saying oh my body hurts i need to go to a doctor yeah. the doctor's like there is nothing I um, can see is wrong and then we're going to make up a disease yeah, well, because a lot yeah. of people are experiencing this we're just going to make it up we're going to test you for everything and it's none of these things so it's got to be this because it's none of everything else when it's actually Mm -hmm. your your nervous system is shot because you're you all these traumatic experiences you know and now how do you how do you get rid of it i can speak from that from experience too yeah my mother she she was she's like always dealt with fibromyalgia to the point like when we were kids she dealt with so much stress that like when her t-shirt touched her it like brought her pain right. you know and that's just mm-hmm. that's just in your energetic field that is because you're so hyper vigilant right because your your emotions are just like yeah. now what's going to cure that mm-hmm. what kind of drug is going to cure that it, it it's not no herbs no nothing's going to cure cure that it's, yeah, it's it's the mental release of the emotional release it's the emotional release that's mainly right. what you have to deal and, with and then going back to what you were saying before even though you do the work and you release these emotions when you interact with someone else that's going to bring back that same feeling mm-hmm. that's very familiar it's in your file it's in your memory um you know emotional memory you're like oh i i know this i understand this and and it can bring it right back so you have to recognize that says no this doesn't belong to me I dealt with that. That's someone else's right now. And um, for you and to heal. It, yeah. Push it off of you. Right. And that's the only way that you can heal yourself and then be able to help someone else. To heal yourself comes with the identification of the right. issue. Cause you'd be surprised about just knowing what the problem is mm-hmm. lifts the problem away from you and heals it, you know? It's just knowing what it is. 
sometimes you don't know what it is. And that's why a lot of inner child healing and going back to the first seven years of your life. And a lot of the time it's in the first like three years of your life, you might have some kind of traumatic event. And you know, that is a, a, some kind of thing that kind of consumes your life pre, you know, now. And it, and you know, it may not always be a traumatic event. Right. Sometimes you have to look at the fact that the first seven years of our life, going back to how we dealt with everything in those first seven years was only in our cognitive ability to deal and understand what the world is and how it is or whatever. So that's still in us. So you may not have experienced anything traumatic or anything no hardships in your first seven years but you may need to go back and look at okay well how did i understand the world then how is that still carrying with me and how how is it making me perceive the world right now and what do i need to let go of in that seven-year-old cognitive mindset that i need to start looking at as an adult that i am now you know, right. and and it goes. Um, it could be how we handled conflicts when we were seven years old, getting our way mm-hmm. or not getting our way. Did we throw fits? Did we uh, did we go in and and just want to be alone and you know whatever? Like, are we doing that in relationships now as an adult? Do we throw fits at other adults? Do we just storm off and try to be alone, not talk about it, and not talk things right. through? Like sometimes you have to think about like that energy as a child it's very it's very you know walking on eggshells in a tightrope you right, know right. with children you know coming up because um, you, you, it's like you, you gotta you gotta walk a very fine line with with dealing with emotions <laughs> and also because it's it, irrational yeah. and, you know parents and children are constantly trying to manipulate each other too you know <laughs> i mean even if it's it's not bad it's a constant manipulation. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want you to go to bed. Well, I want, like, some carrying the candy. You know what I mean? So they're going to, like, find a way to manipulate you to get some candy. And you're going to try to find a way. They don't want to get to bed to manipulate them to go to bed. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. It's still, it's still, it's still, like, even if it's innocent or to a, a degree where it's, like, nefarious. There's there's levels in life that is a continual manipulation, you know, and now when there are children, this is how narcissists are born. You don't you don't you don't give them any support. That's right. You don't give them any support. And then watch how the now the child has to come up with ways to get the things that they were supposed to have they that they're lacking. They are now they're they're you know because I mean you really think it. And like I said, manipulation might just be a broad spectrum. It might even sound like a bad word, but just think about when you're a kid you're you're constantly trying to manipulate your parents into getting what you want and the parents are constantly trying to manipulate you to get you to do what they want you know it's it's a natural it's a natural phase in life you know we all like went through it now does that go bad or good but then but then it's like well how how is it that some people still carry those seven-year-old traits and some people learn to not continue to be manipulative i believe <laughs> i believe it, it has to do well you know there could be other factors like you know your your experience in life um maybe you've had good mentors maybe you know your parents taught you such a way right. but i also 
believe that it's just it's your um evolution of your soul right like how if have you i believe right. in reincarnation wholeheartedly so, and it's like how how many times have you come back is, around it's like what is your soul cognitively able to understand because you can hear that enough. guidance well you can hear well so right. you can hear that guidance and that wisdom you right, you're in true. tune with that guidance now you might see I just remember being a kid and I just had perceptions of the world that this were not influenced by anyone around me, mm -hmm. but I could only deal, I can only come up with things with the resources and the words I could actually use. But I just knew things when I was a kid, I just couldn't express it. And that went all the way into my adult life, mm -hmm. into my thirties until I started really figuring it out. And I'm like, Oh, there's just these things I want. I want to be better. I want to do, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and, and when I go somewhere, like I have a feeling or when I have, like, there's a person I'm like, I have a feeling about that person or maybe, you know, that person, like you just lied. Like I know it, you know what I mean? Like you, you know, these little <laughs> things, your intuition, you don't even know, but right. if you're, if you're not cognizantly aware we oh. all have it. We all have right. that that um, intuition. We all have that. It's like, hold on, wait. Something doesn't feel right. That's not like special. Like we all right. We all have, we all it. have it. We're supposed to have it. What's special is when you can identify right and use it and use it. And you're like, oh, okay, so um, it's not like a spiritual gift to be intuitive. We're all intuitive. It's just knowing. Right. It's it's it's, it's taking. That's the gift. That's the real gift. It's like, hold on, wait okay i understand it's continual choices from. i understand this energy. Right. i understand this feeling okay i'm putting some context to it now that's when you really start excelling yeah. it's once you get to that point to where you're, you're aware of it now you you can start to grow it's almost like doing a lot of shadow work like what if you take life and you know you're like what is it teaching me what is this thing how is this reflecting me how is this mirror reflecting back at me of something right. and yeah then that you can grow with that but also when you understand and how do i feel when i see the reflection in that mirror how do like I react to it? Yeah. once if you've ever done mediumship people know or psychic work if you've ever talked to someone that you've never met and told them about their dead grandmother and been so dead accurate and you know what i mean right. and or you've done a psychic um reading for somebody and you tell them like oh all these things all the questions they have like oh what, what's about my career what about my love relationships and you say all these things and they come back to you like you know two months like oh i got a new house and then i right. did meet a new person and all this stuff and i was like oh crazy i don't know i uh, yeah or even aura right you know you start pinpointing things about someone's physical body that you wouldn't have known you know like illnesses things like that or or maybe even um personality traits you wouldn't know about that person yeah. so um yeah when you start when you when you start feeling that accuracy you're like you oh, start wow. letting go yeah of the lessons and in your human experience you start letting those things go the negative or any if you have negative you know we all have right. something you know to let go of something to learn if you let go and then you can start really relishing within those energies right. and such because um i've learned this year you know like especially after um i wasn't like an addict per se but you know i would drink and stuff but not not on a daily basis but you know i would i would go overboard you know a lot of anybody knows me you know and i was just like trying to cope with the deals and stresses with life 
And I would, I would have, like I said, I have one foot in the door and one foot out of the door. And then I was just always in the back of my mind, kind of stressed to the fact too. that I'm like, I have these gifts. I need to do something with it, you know? And then once I stopped and said, okay, I'm just going to give everything up. Like even my ego, how everything I feel, I, I have to clutch onto all these things. I have to clutch onto this job and this money and, you know, and, and my status and where I'm living. Like I'm going to let go of all this stuff just so I can heal myself and then I can propel and just trust in the universe and excel at my talents and gifts, mm-hmm. you know, and then what happened? Life was like, oh, well, there's, there's so much stuff that you have not resolved yet, you yeah, know? So I, you're numbing yourself so I ended up spending <laughs> so much of that time, you know, yeah. this year, and especially the first like three months, right? just, just, in solid solitude you know just trying to to deal with it and then i i got like you talking about like psychosomatic Mm. it was crazy like you know the the mental illness that i I went through and i realized then i went to and i went and did um became a certified hypnotist in january and that really teach me a lot about the human mind and then i was and and healing as well you know of the mind in those respects then I realized that once I identified what the issues were, and a lot of it was childhood. Mm-hmm. Then once once it's gone, once I identify, I was like, "This, you know, that was so stupid. Oh, <laughs> like I've been hell. really been tripping on this for I a know. long time. Yeah, I've been tripping on this stuff for a long time, oh, yeah, and it's yeah. really not. And another way that I've learned to get over traumas, do a lot of self healing. I like to do a lot of self healing is I've been meditating for years, you know, probably at least the last five years. And sometimes, you know, I've always been off and on with how I do it. Sometimes I meditate for a long time. I might go for a period where I don't meditate at all for a while. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned this year about meditation is that when they would say, oh, you got to find yourself. Well, then I've actually finally learned what that means. You got to find your inner self your higher self, the energetic spiritual being that is not me in this lifetime, but the culmination of all my experiences and and my energetic being, Mm -hmm. the higher self that you got to find that. And then I learned a good way of healing is I'm so much into my body. I'm so much into my mind here on earth, Mm -hmm. worrying and thinking about all these things that are just disturbing my aura when I need to take a step back. And I call it the blank slate before you were born into this life. When you were just a blank slate before any interactions with anybody, any belief systems that you may have accumulated. What, what was I? Right. you know what i mean like this this person this before person all of these yeah before all this baggage before right all this and not, take a look outside of it even before yeah before my personality was developed everything all right was i before anything now that's a true power right there right. is to be able to disassociate with your any identity that is yourself at this time and place if you're human you know, and step outside of it and just look at everything objectively, 
you know, like, what would this look like through other eyes? What would my life look like if I had to do, if I passed away and I did a life review and I was looking at it through other people's eyes or I was looking at it just outside of myself, right. you know, yeah. now to some of those things, how would I feel about some of these decisions and right. things that I'm doing right now to some of those things just seem silly. And also, you know? <laughs> also to let go of everything that happened before. Right. Like what, how would I feel if, if if I had a review right now, right now, that's the hard I'm, part. How I'm dealing with right now, like yesterday's gone. It Everything sounds so simple. Yeah. It sounds so simple, but the hardest part is to forgive mm. and let go. But I'm telling you what, out of life is so much okay. better when you just, when you just let go, you know, and the, and everybody, there's people who, who cling on to all that negativity and they think life is so unfair and i've had to be subjected to all these things and now i'm a victim sometimes, and yeah and, sometimes it's easier to forgive someone else than it is to forgive yourself right and well yeah. see that's also difficulty is 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 forgiving someone who who may have wronged you right. and then forgiving yourself you know what I mean? Or and letting yourself be wrong. Now, what do you yeah. want to do? Like in, in this instance, it's like when I was like, say if I was a child and my parent physically abused me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and now you didn't let that happen. You still in your child's mind, it's like, why? Because I ran away or because I did this. Or right. No, or even in your control, you got to let go. Of you that. become, you become yeah. now, now you grew up to be an adult mm-hmm. and you're like, well, and say, say your parents weren't together anymore. Right. And you're like, oh, you know, like my dad physically abused me. You know what I mean? Now you get older. Now you're carrying around that anger. You know why your father did that? Because mm-hmm. the same thing happened to your father. Yeah. And your father and your parents see his what's father and his father. what's what's crazy is that you know you don't learn this until you're adult. When you're a kid, you think your parents know everything. You know, you think they got all the answers. Your parents don't know shit. Especially yeah. when you got young parents, they're just they're learning as you're developing and learning and especially when you have young parents who had you at a you know they were teenagers then your parents are basically still have that teenager mindset very much in their identity they made decisions based on what they knew at the time right they didn't know everything and they had to grow like we're making decisions based off what we have right now so going back to like forgiveness and forgiving yourself or maybe even someone else but i find for me personally forgiving myself is a lot harder than it is to forgive someone else i can always objectively look back at someone else and be like you know they don't know everything they didn't you know whatever and i I, i'm easier to to forgive someone else than for me but um you don't condone i i have learned through through the years that whenever i have to look back at something i'm not forgiving myself for i have to think okay what was my age at that time right would i forgive um you know my 14 year old niece or whatever for something that i did that that she did or something like that if it was the same situation would i go and be like you know what she's 14 she doesn't know anything that you know like can i forgive her for right. that? then why can't i forgive myself i was you know if i was 14 and did the same thing why can't i go look back and be like it's she didn't know that that girl didn't know what she did she needed to know so sometimes you have to look back and be like okay 
think of it like from a, a parent perspective. Don't look at it as you anymore. Look at it as your younger self, like an actual child. And, and they're like, okay, would I forgive that child yeah. for something? Then why can't I forgive myself for it? You know? And there are much more difficult situations too. Yeah. You know, like if you're a little kid and you're getting abused, you right. know, by an adult, an See, adult that's, that's close to you. That's out of your control. Now, yeah. in those kind of situations, it's like you might have two parents and, and mm-hmm. the parent that abused you it's like you should be mad at them but actually you're actually subconsciously you're more mad at the one that stayed the one that stayed who was supposed to nurture you because you're like where were you You're supposed to nurture me and all this stuff and and now you have to forgive both of those people now the person who abused you you do not have to condone their actions Mm -mm. you don't have to be near that person but what happened to you and how you dwell on it and how you let that control your life. Now you're just poisoning yourself. You're punishing yourself continually over and over. And this is where the difficulty of identifying it and then the forgiveness comes in and the forgiveness for yourself. Because at the end of the day, what is holding on to any of that serving you at all? Now, the difficulty is, you know, for a lot of us, you're like, well, it's not fair that that stuff happened to me now it has it has to go full circle now you might not have it might not happen to your you know the person that did it to you but what happens is you continue the cycle right you got to break that the only way to break that is to is to forgive right. everybody in that situation and then to be like okay now i'm graduating from this and i'm moving on right you know I'm no, you also want like I'm revenge i'm no longer gonna sit here and be in this this school right yeah you almost want like revenge right you know for things that might have happened to you and 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 you understand that you come to a certain point you'll never be fulfilled or some sort of justice or some sort what? of recognition for you becoming a better person than them or whatever these things you're not going to get you gotta let it go jesus said you live by the sword you die by the sword one thing begats another and my um whole take on our existence in general overall is say god the source of all that is everything the omnipotent you know Mm -hmm. being or not being just energy more than we can even possibly understand Mm -hmm. is just a force of pure loving energy right so let's just say the universe god wants to experience every combination of anything that could ever possibly exist so it breaks off these little fractals mm-hmm. which become us and this is still more of an overgeneralization, you know because it gets more convoluted but what would the task be the task would be to like separate right and then come all the way back this is what you would consider heaven is come all the way back to god and god is pure love now how do you align yourself with that as a frequency and then so aligning yourself with that frequency of love might be the most difficult thing because you come and you live this human experience where you have willpower and it's a lower vibrational and when you're talking yeah you're talking about a spiritual 
like connection, trying to connect with the highest power, which is God. Um, that's very difficult when you're holding all right. this emotional baggage that's draining you down. It's like a balloon can't float right. with rocks like tied to it. You know, like it has to let it go. So and when you elect go. release, you feel physically you lighter. My experience always feel physically lighter physically when I release. Lighter. Almost yeah. like the also like memory. Like you have brain fog and things mm -hmm. like that. Oh yeah, you get like, brain fog. You know when you're being spiritually when, attacked a lot when you have a lot, a lot of brain, brain fog. fog. It's like you can't keep uh, your concentration, stuff like that. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of signs that that you're 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 holding on to energy that doesn't belong. Now here's the difficulty: mm -hmm. is is loving mm -hmm. in a situation that is so negative. You know what I mean? that's that and and you know what and and that's what you're going to face right. you're going to continually face what if you make the especially if you if you say to the universe you know what i want i want to be healed i want to i want to be great i want to flourish especially you know and and healing others and stuff like that it's like okay well i'm gonna beat it out of you Right. with we're going to just keep relentlessly putting things in front of you that trigger you now what's your decision and that's the thing about life that i've come to understand is that in this realm of free will it is a continual choice daily by the minute by the hour monthly yearly it's it's you, you know it never ends it's right. you're always faced it's with just, things yeah. that are going to trigger you and you have to continually make a choice. Now, this I could choose to be sucked in to this negativity. Just because that you just because you make a conscious decision to like right. be at a higher vibration and to live your life <clears throat> to your fullest and on your the path that you're supposed to be on, it doesn't mean you're just gonna be like have this like invisible shield around you You're right still be right in this world yeah this world's gonna have problems <laughs> you never know who you are mm -hmm. until you're face to face with challenges you know you might think you know who you are you might think you know what you will do in situations mm -hmm. you might think you know how you'll measure up and i've been on both sides of the spectrum where i've come to things in my life and um yeah. my younger years you know still come up still developing still experiencing which we continual you know through lifetimes you never stop but i always had a perception of myself and then i was met with situations you know and i used right. the best resources at the time for those situations and i learned from them and it's really what i've learned is just the mindset to make the effort to grow you know and the more I go on in life, mm -hmm. the less bothered I am, you know, by, by anything, the less triggered I am, the less bothered I am. And that's how you get to a point to where you can have that spiritual armor on, you know, like people and, and right. people like are always things reflecting that, things that would normally trigger you. Like right. say it was like something that reminds you of your childhood of, you know, maybe or a situation where you were abused or whatever. And you're like, you know what? um i'm not going to i'm not i don't feel scared i don't feel angry i don't feel 
I right. feel neutral about this. Right. Like, I feel neutral. You can distance yourself. It's always yeah. very healthy to I distance don't feel like yourself. I need, but without feeling like I got to run from the situation. Right. There's a difference between distancing yourself and like guarding and feeling like you have to run from it. That's a, that's a fight or flight response. But distancing yourself is more like I am neutral in this situation. I don't have a feeling towards this. I can think clearly and come up with an opinion without being influenced by emotions right now. So, and you yeah. take it so seriously. Right. You take everything so seriously. Right. But you're here for a very short period of time. I know. And I and know. then you're going to do a life review, and you're you're. The objectivity when you're watching that life review um is going to be different than how you are right now when you're alive yeah. in a human corporal form you know what i mean you, you can you can look at it differently but also a thing that happens too in your life review is you look through the eyes of anyone else like how much you've hurt and see this is where the loop continues this is where the karmic loop continues. Like, oh, you know, I hurt this person in that lifetime. I need to, I need to go and reconcile that. I need to pay for that. And I need to go back, you know, and that's, that's the thing too, that for me and my, my peace of mind, it makes life easier about forgiveness because someone may have came here and they, more abused or something and then they were traumatized so then they continue on with that trauma in this lifetime pass it down to their kids you know what i mean but that person may have came into this lifetime and those things happened to them because they might have done those things in their last lifetime to someone else and they're like okay that was wrong. So I have to go back. I have to pay for these things. You know, yeah. that's just one instance of the way that I see things too. It's like a karmic loop. And how do you get off Sometimes of this karmic wheel? Too, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think too, like certain things can happen um, because you were too, because certain things happen to you, not because you, not because of karma, but because of um, a life lesson, a life lesson, a yeah. life lesson that's going to put you on a path of what you're really good at right. say it is like trauma or something like that um and you learn from it to use it to use it later you're like i'm going to use this for other people or i'm going to learn and become a better on my life path because of it um but if you don't then that's the problem if you don't learn then you have to relearn you know like <laughs> i tell you some of the greatest like, healers life is going to Right. Life is going to teach it's you. It's going to keep doing it yeah. over and over and over again. It's a wheel. Get, yeah, teach you until you get like, hey, get on this path. You're supposed to take these tools with you to this path. Like learn from from. And you have guidance, yeah. you know. And how do you get off the wheel? You got to learn the lesson. Right. You don't say. See, that's the thing about our existence. Mm -hmm. You have no choice but to learn the lesson. Yeah. You know, you graduate through grades. You know, even even when you leave the physical density of earth um and you 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 become a more energetic form, there's still levels of conscious awareness that you you still you know, climb. You yeah. still learn. There's still things and it's all limited, you know, by 
on your belief system. It's like on this planet, we've measured time. You know, we we've set so many limitations and laws, and and that's one of the things that kind of holds us back. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's becoming more prevalent now. To me, twenty twenty three is the bridge. You know, it is the age of Aquarius. It just started, which means things are going to start moving more rapidly, you know, and truths are going to be revealed and they can't hide, you know, and if you are someone like me, who's got that Aquarius moon, who loves conspiracy and loves keeping up with stuff, you're going to, for, you know, my whole life, I've been like that. So I've always been keeping up with like everything that's going on. And I've seen a trend that, yeah. everything is being revealed nothing can hide well, from why? the conscious why awareness of the you know revealed because we have to we're evolving we're evolving we have to let go of certain energies mm-hmm. that are tied to all of this knowledge so we can move on we got right we, well the earth is moving on right. the earth is physically moving on and and yeah. and raising its frequency and it's like y'all want to come oh, with us magnetic. or not yeah. right and yeah. as far as the magnet the magnetic thing it's like your third eye is like a literal magnet you know mm-hmm. your third eye is a literal magnet that's how you manifest and now how i'm a life path number eight which is the master manifester so i i, I study a lot in manifesting you know and the manifestation um is the magnetism now where does that come one is to truly align with who you are and your feeling because you can't hide from the universe you know you want the universe is like i'm going to give you what you need i'll give you what you want you know what i mean and i'm actually going to do it better than you think and a lot of your ego gets in your way about how you manifest that's one way of manifestation it's from the emotion mm-hmm. you know i mean it's it's you really got to feel it. You really got to feel it because manifestation in this realm is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot slower. It's, it, you know, motion and it's energy in motion. You have to feel something. And this is why people talk about affirmations. Now, affirmations is a very critical factor, you know, egotistical kind of thing. It's, it's, it, but what is an affirmation? It's a continual repetition, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I need to really feel I need to recertify that I, you know, these are the things I want. I want to, I want to put forth in that. And and when you align, especially when you get rid of, you know, a lot of your baggage and the synchronicities, you know, you see like a lot of the angel numbers and stuff like that. When you align all the synchronicities, the opportunities and things are just going to, you can be like, you just, the more you realize the synchronicities, the more you realize how aligned you are with the universe and God, it's like things that just keep coming to you. you you'll be thinking about things. Now, when I was in my professional career, I, I would, I was so um, energetic about, you know, enthusiastic when I was like starting, uh, when I became like the boss, you know what I mean? And I, they, I got my own thing. It's like my own division. I get to have full control over everything that I do mm-hmm. and things would just start to happen. It's like, I would have a thought and then the next week it would just happen. Like things start happening. And then I realized I'm like, man, you know, I have so many talents that, I don't want to be in that side of my brain all the time, that logical side of my brain. I like doing things. I like making music. I have these spiritual gifts. I want to do that. 
And the difficulty for me was, is that I was blocked because I had so many doubts mm -hmm. in myself. And I was like, man, if I just took that same energy, because doubt is an energy, right? Doubt right. is the same thing as it's intention. <laughs> it's, a, it's just as strong as intention. And that's yeah. what, you know, I would run like a mediumship circle and you were, you were there and you know what I preach all the time. I was like, you know, the first thing you do is you get the answer. And the second thing you do is you doubt yourself. And right. the first thing that you speak is that doubt that you said, you know what I mean? And I always say, I said, so what was your first thought? And they said this, and I'm like, you're absolutely yeah, right. That's it. I give you confirmation. You're right. I said, but the thing is, as soon as you said, you know, you spoke from your subconscious mind, your intuition, you had to, you had that feeling come to you. And then the second thing was doubt. Now, how am I going to get anywhere where my mind's clouded with doubt? Right. because the thing about how energy you, how can you align yourself with it's with letting God, go you know? right you're like doubting yeah it's letting go it's just the whole thing is letting go you're being right. opposite of it's like two magnets now sides propel each other they yeah. say like you know moses and them they um 40 so 40 years you know um yeah they trek through the desert mm -hmm. when when the it, it took like it takes like a week and a half from walking distance and can you prove that like a week and a right. half yeah Why so long? well they said well you know someone raised a good point they're like in, in parts of the bible tell you about how they you know a lot of them were complaining and such and they're like well god would have given you exactly what you wanted but so many people were living in the frequency of com complaining and everything else right. and this is where for the metaphysical people where they say live in gratitude you know, and you might misconstrue that, like, um, say, source creator, it's like almost like a worshiping. It's not talking about like a worship to live in gratitude. It's getting yourself aligned in the frequency, the feeling mm -hmm. that I am content and I'm so happy for mm -hmm. what I have. And because if I'm content and happy for what I have, then I'm aligning myself with um, having more of that you know what i mean because i'm not blocking myself by complaining because you're going to get where your frequency lies you know well i'm thinking going back to like the moses situation i'm like maybe just maybe the doubt of going any further into the desert kept them right the fear of is there is there anything on the other side of that desert um is this promise really a promise uh can you know so it's like that energy it's like should, should we not should we should we not do this or whatever and right they just like camped it out because it's like getting stuck in your career or stuck in a relationship or stuck because that energetic doubt everything um, you want in life this right it's gonna work and everything you want in life is just on the other side of your doubts and fears right. <laughs> you know and that's what the universe is always trying to push you it's like you're never going like you're always like what if what if what well what if yeah. well what if you know what i mean you know yeah <laughs> well what if yeah you know it, who cares you know i've learned i've learned in what, my what life yeah. i learned in my life everything that i learned in my life people were always like um like in my career like oh man you're you're good at what you do and i'm like yeah because i've messed everything up and i've had to fix it 
<laughs> you know, that's why I'm so good. It's not because I'm just naturally know everything. No, it's because yeah. I've had it's it's broken and I've had to fix it. And I couldn't rely on anybody else to help me. I've had to do it myself. And, I, you know, I've just been in situations where I had a sink or swim. I had to do it. You know what I mean? So you, you think outside the box. So you have to take you responsibility. Don't have time for doubt. <laughs> right. But you got to take responsibility for yourself too and you don't have time for doubt because you know life would be boring if you didn't want to do what you really wanted to do if you just wanted to daydream about it all the time you know what i mean and then you allowed um you just allowed all these what ifs to happen right. well what if what if you didn't give a shit you know what i mean like i had i had a lot of <laughs> um i had i had a lot of anxiety i had a lot of ptsd you know what i mean where it came to the point where i felt trapped and like i didn't like heights i really i could it was excruciating for me to cross over bridges when most of my life i didn't feel that way you know and then i just looked at other people and i'm like well what is the difference between us i was like well they can cross over this bridge and they don't it, it's they're just the they're end. just they're just driving they're just get to the other side right. me i feel like i'm trapped on this bridge i'm claustrophobic i feel like i'm trapped and everything else of my fears came from a time in my life where i was actually trapped somewhere you know what i mean and and then one the day difference between you two was the decision the perception yeah. yeah and then one day one day i was coming up to the bridge and i was like you know what this is silly this is stupid it's all in my head i'm literally getting i'm literally getting worked over I'm, I'm I'm working it over in my mind and, and building it up. And it's, it's, uh, you know, my perception of my reality is based upon <laughs> what I'm, what I feel and what I'm thinking. And I can just, and I just, I, and it, it I, after years, after years of it, I was just one day, I was just like, you know what? I'm just done. Sometimes for me, healing things is just getting exhausted. Right. and just getting tired of it you know and that's an energetic thing i'm physically tired my energy is low and i'm just like i'm just done with this and then i'm like okay screw it you know what what if the bridge collapses fuck it you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> like i don't want to think about it i don't want to think about everything that can go wrong i don't want to doubt everything you know yeah. what i mean because it, what if i never cross that bridge never experience what's on the other side like, right to, like, exactly i think what boils down to like the whole purpose of this podcast is that energy our perception all these things are you know our, our thinking our emotions our spiritual these are all decisions that you have control over right you have conscious decision, uh, like consciously making a decision. Like, am I going to dwell at a lower vibration, you know, with my emotions? Am I going to dwell with that? Right. And it's gonna, all. And I'm going to let my emotions start controlling my physical body. Am I going to let the decision whether or not to cross this bridge be ruled by fear? Right. And that emotional um, How much... energy right there. You know, how much are you in control of right. of your own life? And, I, you know, and once you realize how much control you have over these things, then you start to be like, this is mine. Right. And that is not mine. And it's like empowering. It is. Once you realize it wasn't someone else's decision. It wasn't anybody else who made you feel a certain way or think a certain way or did something that led to an outcome with your life or whatever. And you start taking ownership of all of it, take ownership of everything. Then you're like, okay, all right. All, this, right. all these different energy sectors, 
I got you. I know. <laughs> I it's do. you can only, you know, sometimes you don't even have you don't have control of your thoughts and your feelings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But at the end of the day, you can at least have control of your actions. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Once once or or even when say you um instinctively thought like oh god I'm, I'm not gonna cross that bridge you know because it's gonna fall or whatever i'm using your example mm. once you consciously once you're aware of it then you're like okay why did i think that how can i change that right. whatever you know like it's it's um what's difficult it's, for it's me is coming to an awareness right. and then taking ownership and then control over it what what yeah and what was difficult for me is that what i've noticed is that a lot of people once they're aware mm-hmm. of why they have anxiety or you mm-hmm. know there's certain ailments and stuff right. then you can you just you, it, it can go away you know me i was completely aware for a long time why i felt certain ways and i was just like okay i just i not enough is enough enough mm-hmm. is enough you know what i mean right and then one day it's like oh i can get up on a ladder i can cross a bridge i'm like i don't care anymore i just don't now what's the what changed you know and and that's right. doing the work now i never let my fears stop me from doing things you know i would just live in life's beautifully horrible splendor (laughs) (laughs) just just with really bad view you're just having a panic attack at the same time you know but if anything to take away from this podcast is just um to be consciously aware Mm -hmm. that life is a mirror and always question everything always question what's in front of you question how why do i feel this way why am i thinking this way you know why when where how (laughs) especially when you're met with with negativity mostly when you're met with negativity why do i feel this way you know what is Mm -hmm. the deep root and if you can't find that deep root if you if even if through meditation and you want to connect with your inner guidance even if it's difficult to find that that's where you can seek help you know yeah well anyways hope you have a good one and happy friday the 13th happy friday the 13th yeah. <laughs>